We are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you, the business owner. Before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online, step by step, and it's completely free. Hi, and welcome to episode 78. Blair, will start by telling you how to diversify your business and then I'm going to look at ways of combating tiredness and staying focused. Alrighty then, so hi guys, welcome to this week's first podcast. So yeah, today I'm talking about diversifying your business and so what is that exactly? Well, it's pretty much ensuring that your business can withstand changes. So the, you know, these changes can be in terms of your competition, uh, your product supply issues, social media changes, uh, legal changes, Google updates, you know, and the list goes on and on and on. Um, but there's so much change in business all the time, and particularly in online because it's technology-based. And so a lot of the time you're seeing these changes happening quite quickly. Uh, and sometimes you don't have much control over them and the effect that they can have on your business. So basically what we want to do is we want to ensure that we diversify our businesses so we can withstand any of the changes. So they basically don't have a negative impact on the business to the point that the business actually fails. So, you know, businesses are going to have changes all the time, you know, and they're going to be good and bad. So that's just the reality of it. So you need to be able to take the good with the bad. Um, we're going to focus on the bad ones a wee bit today, but also, you know, you need to maximize the good ones. So that basically ensures that you offset the bad ones. So make hay while the sun shines. Um, and so if you're, if you're doing really well in your business, make sure you put a bit of money aside, you know, uh, reinvest in your business and things like that, because that will help to sustain your business when, you know, a bad situation occurs, like Google changes their algorithm and you lose a lot of traffic. Okay, so one of the things that I do want to mention is that, you know, with changes, some of them can be good for some businesses and bad for others. So they're not necessarily bad for everyone. So an example, like I just said, is a Google update. So that may affect one website in terms of a bad bad way in that it's a drop in traffic. Um, and it can affect another website in a good way in that it increases their traffic. So you need to take that into account and basically plan your diversification around your business, your niche, your product and your market. Um, so every diversification for every business is going to be different. Right, so let's jump into a few of these. So there's a number of areas where we can focus on to diversify our business. Um, and these can be broad, uh, right down to granular. So these can be business level, right down to a product feature, if you're looking at a granular one. So the first one is product offering. So this is one of the more granular ones. But basically what I'm talking about is offering more than one product. So if your main product's affected by a change, then you've got others that you can fall back on. Um, and that's that's just good business anyway, because you're, you're being able to provide your clients with more options and more products to buy, and therefore, you know, it allows for your business to grow along with your revenue. So 
Another one is market or location. So what you want to be trying to do is looking to sell into different countries, you know, and this is more of a broad approach into, into diversification, but it helps to protect against those international trend changes and political effects. So, you know, you could be selling into Europe, uh, you could be selling into the UK or the US or even Australia. And by having that diversification over countries, you you know, if something happens in Australia with, you know, your product over there and the government changes some rules around it, you know, it could be taxes or tariffs on importing that product into Australia. So, you know, all of a sudden that might not be a profitable pro uh, product anymore. So having those different market locations can be a good one to look at. So another one is sales channels. So look to sell into different channels. So look to sell into eBay, look to sell into Amazon. You know, if you've got your own e-commerce store, that's great. Um, and even go as far as considering wholesaling your product. If you're making your own, um, you know, your own branded product and it's, you know, it's unique, you could look to go down the road of wholesaling. So that's selling your product to the big chains, say, for example, in the US, you know, you might be selling to Walmart, you know, that sort of thing. So, you know, that's, that's one way of doing it. Another way is also consider to set up an affiliate program. So basically other people are promoting your product and selling it for you. And that way, you know, you've basically got a team of 10 or a team of 100 rather than just you because other people and their websites are selling your product. Yeah, you have to give them a kickback, um, you know, but at the end of the day, you're better off having you know, 100 people selling your product at a lower margin than just you selling it. So another one is leads. So look how you get your customers, okay, and try and find multiple channels for this. So you're not just relying on, for example, Facebook ads, you know, to get all your traffic. Because if Facebook shut your account, then you've got nowhere to go and you've got no traffic overnight. So look to find different ways of getting traffic, you know, organically, paid direct from other websites so getting that good relationship with other websites getting backlinks and things like that is a really good broad policy to to follow for your business and the last one i wanted to touch on is the niche so or niche depending on where you're at in the world how do you say it emily niche niche oh okay well, a lot of people call it niche so anyway um <laughs> Consider having different websites in different niches. So basically, you know, this is the ultimate of diversification because, you know, what you're doing is you're having or you're setting up effectively a website portfolio of a number of websites all selling different products or offerings. And so then if one gets affected, your others are completely unaffected. So that's the, that's the ultimate way to diversify your business. So if you're starting out, um, then diversification is probably not a priority right now. So, you know, that's okay. Um, but just try and keep it in mind and look to start diversifying, you know, as soon as you can. I'd begin with the more granular ones, you know, that we mentioned, like having more than one product or more than one traffic channel, and then slowly move to broader ones like multiple websites and setting up that broad portfolio. And that's obviously because the uh, more granular ones are easier and cheaper to achieve uh, than, for example, a website portfolio, which can take years to actually get going. 
So the key thing here is to protect your revenue. So diversification is an important type of, I guess, insurance to achieve this. Um, so one thing to note is that diversification does, does cost time and money to do. So you really need to set up a plan for your specific business and look at what threats you know, are relevant to you and your business and set up that plan around it. Um, then look at ways you can diversify to help negate those threats uh, and then put some timeframes around those to action in your diversification steps. And that'll basically give you a solid plan to work towards to better protect your business and your revenue. Yeah. All right, Emily. Thanks, Bob. I'm just going to talk to you a little bit about um, combating tiredness and trying to stay focused because it's something that we all have to battle with um, day in, day out, really. You, everyone's working hard, everyone has a lot to do, and everyone's then feeling quite tired uh, by the end of the day. And it's important that you kind of refresh and you try to minimise that tiredness in order to be productive and focused for the next day. So just some little tips, really, on things that uh, we do and other things that other people have done. One of the things is maybe breaking your task into smaller steps. So Because sometimes when something seems uh, overwhelming, that can make you feel quite tired. Also, putting it in writing is a really good way of helping you to focus on your goals and achieve your goals and accomplish them, again, in a structured way. And according to um, the author Michael Hyatt, who you may have heard of, he says there's at least five benefits of writing down your objectives because it helps to articulate your objectives and forces you to clarify them. If they're in writing, it enables you to review them and remind you what the next important action is going to be. You can use your goals to see whether things that come up are opportunities to further your progress or distractions that should be avoided. And seeing them it just really helps you focus on what you're doing and what you need to do. And reviewing the steps that you've already completed will also encourage you to show that you uh, can complete them. You can stay focused on your goal. So I found that quite, quite useful. I also found using a technique called visualization really good. And when you're feeling tired, if you just take a few moments to picture yourself and what you're doing and picture yourself completing those tasks and those projects have that scene in your mind the sights the smells the feeling of pride the positivity you'll feel when those outcomes are completed and the result at the end of the project and thinking about visualizing how you'll celebrate and how it will make you feel better also taking a break is really important you'll find that sometimes if you overwhelm yourself with the, these tasks and what you need to do you'll feel tired so take a break there's no point in sitting at your desk for two hours, getting head up on what you're doing and feeling really, really, you know, tired about it. Take a break. I know it's hard because you've got so much to do and taking a break, it's hard to do. But if you take a break, like having a nap or going for a walk and getting some fresh air, you'll be able to come back to the task and actually complete it so much better. I'm sure you you've all had that experience where you actually do make the time for a break and you go and do something productive and you come back to it and actually you then are able to just blast that task. Whereas before you were sitting there thinking, I'm just not sure what to do and how to do it. And taking that break really clarified what you were doing. But it does have to be something like a nap or something like getting some fresh air, like a walk. Don't go and slump in front of the TV. 
another thing as well is we often um, light aromatherapy uh, sticks uh, and incense sticks in the house because we find the aromas and the smells are really relaxing. You know, things like lavender is known as a really relaxing herb. And if you use, uh, say, a lavender-flavoured incense around the house or around your office, it can have that real calming effect and help with stress relief and decrease that sort of tiredness in the evening. Mm, yeah, that's good. One thing to note with the uh, aromatherapy stuff is be careful around your pets because some of the essential oils um, and sort of smells can actually affect your um, cats and dogs. So um, you don't want to do those too much around them. Some A little side fact that not many people would know. All right, that's all we've got time for in episode 78. We'll see you in the next one. Any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes. And remember that our website is a huge resource of free step-by-step guides for starting a business online and working through the journey. If you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend.